1: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Internal Medicine for Vet Techs podcast. Thanks so much for listening and making a commitment to learning. Hope everybody is doing very well. I am your host. I am Jordan Porter, joined by the fabulous Yvonne Brandenburg. <laughs> hey, <Hi>. no, hey. <laughs> the less sick Yvonne Brandenburg.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. Was that last week? God, that was last week. I don't know, dude. I feel like the last week and a half. I feel. I feel like I went in a time warp and just like, I don't know. (laughs) It's so weird. I know I go back to work tomorrow and I'm like, hi guys. I haven't been here
1: for two weeks. It's fine.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm glad you're feeling better.
0: (laughs) Me too. It was a little rough there for a hot minute. I was like, oh God, I'm going to have to go to the doctors. I really did not want to go to the emergency room. I was just like, please don't. Oh, there's so many
1: people in there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I definitely am still stuffy, but I'm way better than I was. Yeah. Um, and like, I haven't had a fever in, I don't know, five days now. It's very exciting not to have a fever. Um, so I, I kind of like my brain feels a little bit more normal. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't feel quite so slow, <laughs> <laughs> but I still get really tired doing things. I'm like, Oh God,
1: that probably I, won't go away for a couple weeks.
0: I know. Well, I mean, it's better than it was for sure. Like I was having, like, I was getting winded, go like walking to the bathroom. I was like, oh
1: yeah. When I had COVID dude, I couldn't, I, I couldn't do any of that. I was like, this sucks.
0: Yeah. So yesterday, um, yesterday I definitely tested my stamina. I, uh, started cleaning cause somebody's going to be here within a week.
1: I know. I'm so
0: excited.
1: <laughs> I posted it on oh Instagram my today.
0: I'm so, I, I can't believe like it's here. <laughs> like we, right. When did
1: we plan this? Like three, four months ago. I don't it even know. Forever ago. I want to say it was like in like March or something. <laughs> Maybe it's very possible.
0: We're like, yeah, in September, come on out. <laughs> oh, oh my God. I'm so freaking excited. I'm we're we're excited. totally dorking out on Friday too. Like it's amazing. You get I here can't wait. late on Thursday You're Mm -hmm. probably going to be like super exhausted because you're going to get here your time like one in the morning.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) And then, and then we're going to get up early and we're Mm going to go to Monterey and we're going to the Monterey Bay Aquarium, which is so exciting. Like, I can't wait.
1: wait. I'll be, we'll be up early, but I'll be up like.
0: You'll be like normal time for you. (laughs) Yeah.
1: It'll be like 5 a.m. for you. And I'm like, come on, let's go. (laughs) I'm like, okay, calm down. Yeah. (laughs) Cause like I'm good at not sleeping. So. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I mean, it's, it's fine. <laughs>
0: <sighs> I know. I got to get the she shack Jordan ready.
1: I know. Whoa. I'm very excited. And then when I come back though, um, I did a thing and I bought some goats. <laughs> and so when I come back, I'm going to go pick up my goats. Of course you've we,
0: got goats.
1: I of did course goats. I'm super excited for my goats and the people that I'm getting them from are super nice. Um, So I can't wait to actually go pick them up. Their names are Phoebe, Mira and Nova.
0: You're getting three goats. You're just going to go all in, just get three.
1: Yeah. We finished their pen yesterday, like last night. And then their shed is coming on Tuesday. So Matt's (laughs) going to build that while I'm in California. And then I'm going to come pick up the goats when I get back
0: this is so funny. Like all of a sudden Jordan's like farm living. <laughs> oh
1: my God. So I bought boots
0: and, <laughs> no, you
1: didn't. <laughs> yeah. And Matt, like I walked out with my boots on and a beer in my hand. Cause like, again, just very abnormal for me. But I was like, <laughs> and he's like, Whoa, like he's like, he was like instant farm girl for you. And I was like, you yeah, just hop on a tractor is. you're like yeah what's the problem yeah i hopped on the john Deere like lawnmower and i was like okay let's go <laughs> oh my god that's so funny <laughs> yeah i was like but i don't know it was like an instant switch where like all of a sudden i live out here and now i'm like beer sounds good yeah. no so my so my country girl's coming out and um i'm enjoying it so <laughs> you were the beach girl now you're country girl yeah but i don't think it'll take much for me to switch back to the beach like so our house theme is still beachy
0: okay good I was yeah. like Dang it. Otherwise, I'm in trouble. Like getting you like
1: presents. <laughs> no, no, no. Our, our house theme is definitely still beach. I just like my farm animals. Um, yeah. I just like animals, obviously. Uh huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crazy animal yeah, lady. Don't... Yeah. <laughs> but oh, anyway. so funny. I'm super excited to come out though.
0: I know. I can't believe it's like less than a week away.
1: I know. I'm so excited. It's gonna go by so fast too. I know.
0: (laughs) I know. I'm so sad. I'm like, why did we only plan for this many days? Why didn't we go for longer? And I'm like, oh, right work. Yeah. (laughs) We just need to make it more than once every year and a half is basically what this comes down to.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, (laughs) as yeah. Yeah. And I'm hoping that we can meet up at conferences soon. Oh my God. Speaking
0: of conferences. Everybody's like posting pictures from Ivex and everything else. And I'm like, I hate you guys. I hate you guys so much right now. I'm so jealous. Ah, I'm so jealous. I I want to get it. I want to be at our conference.
1: I want to be at a conference. I I want to
0: see our people. (laughs) Like I haven't (laughs) seen them in like three years at this point.
1: Yeah. I mean, I haven't been since I tested in
0: 2019. I know. Oh yeah. So two years.
1: That's yeah. so crazy. I know. But by the time I go again, it'll be three. <laughs> right. Like
0: uh, so sad.
1: God. And
0: as much as like, I don't want to go to Texas next year in the end of June, I'm so looking forward to it. Oh my well, God. Texas
1: is very dramatic right now. I definitely don't agree with Texas. Um, not to get into the politics, but like, oh. I want to go to the conference. And just ignore whatever state I'm in. <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> right.
1: I want to ignore the drama and um, the political um, stuff, but uh, I don't have any shout outs this week, but I do want to say that I do enjoy talking to our listeners just because I have email back and forth and Instagram message back and forth with a couple people still. And I will never not enjoy that. And it, still, I still can't get over the fangirling thing. <laughs> <Like it's> just...
0: <laughs> I know it's funny. I, I know it was cute. Cause Matt totally like reached out to me this week and was like, how are you doing? And I was like, I'm doing okay. I'm surviving. I swear. Um, so that was, that was really cool. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I've, the same thing. Like I'll email, get emails from people and I try to do my best and like catch up on emails um, but yeah, you get ugh, yeah. <laughs> Everybody's like so nice, so nice. Um, and it definitely definitely helps us remember that this podcast is definitely worth it because you guys are amazing. So yeah. All right. Um, and then let's see, before we forget, because again, I can't believe it's the middle of September that tech week is coming up in a month and we're really excited because we're doing a couple of things that week. And so we'll, we'll, we'll get specific information, but we're doing, a, um, a couple of lectures for like Royal Canaan. And then I think, um, we're, we're speaking with one of the, uh, vet tech associations, which is awesome. Like they reached out to us and thank you. I'm pretty sure that was a listener <laughs> that that recommended us. So, we super it's appreciate exciting. that. <laughs> um, like I know we're like, you want us to lecture for you? Great. No problem. <laughs> please,
1: please. If anybody is looking for any lecturers hit me mean, up. Yeah.
0: yeah we're, like um, we're trying to ramp up on, on that just because we do have the race approved lectures that, you know, we, we have in, and, and. uh, so we, we can definitely do that. And it's, especially with the virtual stuff right now, like it's super easy for everyone to kind of be able to do that. And, you know, if you want to fly us out to places we're we're happy to do that. <laughs> so
1: yeah, Stephanie, shout out to Stephanie. Oh, you that's got- right. <laughs> <laughs> that started on Facebook and uh, I got to get myself out to Cornell.
0: I know, God. Someday we, we should totally go visit Cornell and just. just oh, I plan dork on, it, out plan and... on it making
1: it a soon thing. I just got to figure it out. You're going to get there before me. I'm so jealous. <laughs> it's <a> race now. <laughs> but anyway, this week we are talking about um, feline aortic thromboembolism or FATE, F A T E, saddle thrombus, known by the many, many names not yet race approved we're working on it paperwork is um almost complete right like i think so i think we just yeah. have like
0: one or two other things to do and then we're good to go
1: yeah um so this is unfortunately like a sad case obviously it's called fetal aortic thromboembolism so we won't be talking about dogs but dogs can get an aortic thromboembolism mm. um called kate obviously c-a-t-e <laughs> right uh <laughs> But it's just not as common as the feline. Um, and so what a thrombus is, is a large blood clot. An embolism is a small blood clot that's lodged in, in like, a just a Bad inconvenient spot. area. <laughs> not that any area is really convenient for a clot.
0: I know. I'm like, huh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I guess there
1: are some areas convenient for a clot. But not in this case. <laughs> like, the tip of your finger. Like... Um any area that has a wound or epithelial damage. <laughs> That's true. All right, cool. Fair so, point. Well made. <laughs> so saddle thrombus is a blood clot um that breaks off from a larger blood clot, usually in the heart, um, and oh, it travels yeah. down the aorta and lodges at the saddle, which is like the branch between both legs, both limbs, back legs. Mm-hmm. Um really. It Yeah.
0: It's like, we've talked about it before. So the blood vessel starts breaking down. So in case for some reason, you don't know the aorta, right? That's the big uh, artery that goes down the center of the body. And then that starts breaking off into our um, arterioles. And for both back legs, it literally looks like a branch right there. Um, Yeah. It's like the saddle of a, of a tree branch. I mean, it's the same, that's what they call it. So it's yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. And in even worse situations, some clots can actually be infected with bacteria and spread Ooh. the bacteria causing a localized infection. Knock on wood, I've never seen this, but that I would suck.
0: I was going to say, I don't know if I would know the difference.
1: I mean, it's bad either way, but <laughs> I couldn't imagine just like throwing bacteria in the mix. It's, yeah, it's fine. Whatever. <laughs> Could you, oh gosh.
0: Okay. I'm guessing that's like a endo endocarditis situation. Yeah. It
1: usually it. Yeah. It's definitely from endocarditis. Ugh. So what is happening within the body? So a thrombus is a blood clot. Like I said, that will typically form when like the blood flow of an artery or vein is restricted. Um, or if the is damaged. So that endothelial damage, um, or if patients are cats are hypercoagulable. Yeah. So we can have like stagnant blood flow. There can be vessel damage or they can be hypercoagulable. Um, yeah. And
0: these, these ones, like when we're talking about from the heart, it's, it sucks because most of, well, not most, a lot of these patients, we don't know they have heart disease because cats tend to, hide their heart disease really, really well. And, mm-hmm. and we've seen about that a little multiple bit more. times where people are like, I didn't know my cat had a heart condition. And then I came home and found them dead. Right. Yep. Um,
1: yeah. So I think so that's in, the hard part about this. Yeah. So in a lot of these condi- in a lot of these cats, the saddle thrombus usually comes from a large clot within the left atrium from heart failure. Mm-hmm. And actually 89% of cats with saddle thrombus have heart disease. Um, and what happens is the heart disease leads to turbulent blood flow or like stagnant Mm. blood flow in, in, within the left atrium. Um, and then it gets turbulent because when it's stagnant, it's forming, it's getting like chunky (laughs) Yeah, and then it gets turbulent. And then, um, if you've ever
0: seen it on an echo, it's, it's scary. Yeah
1: not every cat with heart disease though will form like this abnormal clot within their atrium um Mm. most of them actually won't but there's no real specific way to predict which cats will form clots and which ones won't
0: oh that's so scary the other thing um when we're looking with an echo is the presence of smoke in the atrium so what this is um if you've ever if you've ever seen echoes, like you should you shouldn't see anything within the heart. It should be a pretty black color um, because there's no when we're thinking about echoes or ultrasonography, when we have tissue density, that's when we start getting that gray color or white. And so the blood, if it's normal blood, should just be black because it's liquid you know, you shouldn't be able to bounce anything off of it. Mm -hmm. That smoky look to it is because there's little microclots just like, like swirling around in the atrium, which is really kind of scary. Um, and like, if you've ever seen it, it looks like smoke, just like, like just moving around in the atrium. And it's, it's very, very scary. Um,
1: yeah. And it's not really diagnostic or like technically indicative of cat forming a clot or a saddle thrombus but
0: there's something going on
1: there's something going on and a cardiologist may or may not recommend some sort of therapy just to reduce the clotting tendency like Mm -hmm. such as a blood thinner um but usually the problem that arises is because once you get to that part where the smokiness of on an echo is noted um they're showing symptoms of some sort of heart disease, yeah. which is what you want, because if you're not showing symptoms of heart disease, you're never going to go to a cardiologist and see that <laughs> right? before the fate happens. Um, so like Yvonne said, a lot of these cats tend to hide their, their heart disease. And sometimes it's fine incidentally. So like on physical exam, you may hear a heart murmur um, incidentally found on radiographs abnormal blood testing, if maybe you're just running one of those pro BMPs. So it's sometimes you can get those like in the annual blood work. Um,
0: yeah, it's hard because, um, again, because cats mask their heart disease. Like I've, I've, unfortunately I've seen in medical records where a PDVM is like no heart murmur present, no heart disease. Um, no, just because a cat or a dog doesn't have a heart murmur does not mean that there isn't heart disease present. Um, it just means that there's no heart murmur. (laughs) Like a heart murmur is a very specific set of diseases versus like, you know, when we're talking about hypertrophic cardiomyopathy or, um, or congestive heart failure, there may be no, um, murmur. So there is, um, And I think it'll be fun because we're going to talk about cardiology soon with a cardiology VTS, which is going to be awesome. I can't Um, wait. I know it's going to be so much fun.
1: And um, I'm going to learn so much. I know.
0: (laughs) And I love listening to him. Like I've listened to him at at conferences and he's so brilliant. So I can't wait. I mean, Um, I feel like
1: every cardiology tech is just brilliant. This is very true. (laughs) It's
0: very true. (laughs) Every Um, technician
1: is brilliant in their definitely own field. That's yeah, this is very true ladies and gentlemen. Um,
0: so, but, but one of the thoughts is as part of like your senior screening tools is doing that pro BNP, um, Mm -hmm. on them included in your like senior wellness kind of check. Um, and you know, Doing some chest x-rays just to make sure, you know, do we see heart enlargement? Do we see masses? Um, do we see bronchitis?
1: You know, and and so I think Yeah, because not it's not just heart disease that can lead to saddle thrombus, it's lung disease, metastatic right. disease. Um, yeah. cancer can do whatever it wants. But yeah. It's actually interesting too. So I mean, like we already said it, but the majority of cats with fate don't have any symptoms. Mm-hmm. And saddle thrombus is usually the very first symptom. That they have something going on and it actually occurs in 76% of cats with the saddle thrombus that the saddle thrombus itself was the first sign of their heart disease. Ugh, 76% so of people. Can that's you believe that?
0: So scary. Yeah. Ugh.
1: So like these patients present, Ugh. um, if you've usually, ever seen
0: it, you know, it, and yeah. it sucks. We've, it I sucks. think we've talked about that before.
1: Um, so symptoms include paralysis in the back legs, pain, lots of pain. These cats are very, very, very painful. Um, so getting drugs on board fast is very helpful. Cold limbs. Um, sometimes it can be one, sometimes it could be both. Um, usually sometimes there can be signs of congestive heart failure, like coughing. Like we talk about in our vomiting episodes and our coughing episodes. Uh, if there's an incomplete blockage of those branches, like I said, it can cause, mild neurologic signs in both legs or only one leg, there can be some muscle weakness.
0: Yeah. I was going to say, I think, um, I think the partial blockages are, are harder to determine what's going on
1: for sure. Because Because your normal diagnostics aren't going to necessarily pick up on it. It could, but it depends on the size of the blockage, I guess. Yeah. Um, Emboli though, from the heart can not only block just the limbs, it can also block, uh, other arteries in the body, like the ones that supply like the kidneys, the right front limb, the brain, mm-hmm. oh, brain, heart, and other internal organs. Yeah. Which is bad. Yeah. Remember yeah. A DIC and it, episode. Again, yeah. I was
0: going to say, it really just depends on where the clock goes.
1: Um, Yeah which those ones would be even tougher to diagnose, I feel like. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, because then, I mean,
0: realistically, th- the best way to diagnose this would be either ultrasound to see the stop see of it. blood flow, if you can see it, or a CT scan with like contrast. Like that is like the best way to visualize it but these patients are not stable. <laughs> so it's not like we go, hold still. We're just going to do like a quick CT scan of you. Like that's, yeah. that's not how that works. Unfortunately.
1: No, these um, cats are usually like hyperventilating and crying yeah. out in extreme pain. They can be hypoxic. Um, yeah. it's very, it's very scary. These are definitely emergency situations. So I bet our emergency tech seat, unfortunately, probably a lot of these.
0: I was to say when I've seen them, they, they usually come in through the emergency department. Yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure. Like these, these suck, yeah. um, differential diagnosis list though, just because pain at, <laughs> at first sign of things, it can literally be anything like snake bite, insect bite, um, orthopedic injuries, things like a hit by car or dog fight, spinal injury, or a neuro-, a neuro, disorder, even toxins can cause things like this. Um, mm mm-hmm. But I know a lot of these are pretty like when one of these comes in, a lot of the first thoughts are saddle thrombus. <laughs> yeah. I
0: mean, yeah. Mm. So it's hard because you kind of you can kind of you you can look at them and tell, and that's you know what, especially if you've got like a cold limb, one or two cold limbs, like you kind of you you rule out a bunch of stuff with that because what happens. The reason their legs get cold is because we've cut off the blood supply and blood is what helps keep the body warm. So if you don't have blood flowing to a leg, it's going to get cold. Um, The little toe beans, you know, toe beans could be blue or purple because again, we're not getting oxygen there. So like you could look at both feet and if it's like one side or the other, like one will be nice and pink and then the other one will be purple. Mm -hmm. Also super indicative of, of a thrombus. So when, you know, if you see that classic look to it, you know, especially when they come in, we're, we're getting blood work on them just because we're trying to figure out what's going on. Right. And so what you can do, like if you see paw pads that look different, you can compare like a blood glucose and a lactate level from the affected limb. So usually like you're looking at the, the back limb and then you can look at like a non-affected limb. So like, if it's If the other limb is nice and pink and warm, you can check there or you can check like a front limb. Um, And it, you know, if if it's affected, you're gonna have lower glucose level because again, we don't have fresh blood supply. So it's just like the body in that area is using the glucose. And then the lactate is gonna be higher because the lactic acid is not being removed by circulation. Um, So unfortunately, you know, supply, like good supply of things is being used and then buildup of metabolites are are happening. Um, And then you're getting necrosis. I mean, that's, that's the problem is like, you're not having blood flow. So it's like having a tourniquet to that area. You know, you only want it for so long before you get permanent damage, um, and that's, that's part of the reason why it's painful too, is like, you're building up that lactic acid and you're not getting the blood flow and it's just, uh, yeah, it's a vicious cycle.
1: And if you're unable to obtain a full amount of blood for like more comprehensive blood testing, you can do it once the cat is more comfortable. Um, and then mm-hmm. at this time, like chest radiographs should be taken as well as a possible adult ultrasound. If depending on how stable the patient is, a CT scan, if possible, Um, And this is going to just assess things like uh, toxins to the kidneys, toxins related to poor circulation, uh, how the body itself is just like the biochemical body function, um, heart failure and possible lung cancer, because lung cancer can also cause emboli to be thrown. Mm -hmm. Uh, Our CBC can show like consumptive thrombocytopenia because we have clotting in places that we shouldn't have clotting. Polycythemia could be present just secondary to the hypoxemia from hyperventilating. Mm. Coag testing, a lot of times. So, like our APTT and our PT tend to be normal, except for we learned a few weeks ago that APTT a lot of times is high in cats. Um, (laughs) But a lot of times those tests are normal. So, not really indicative of anything. You can run a D dimer test. But again, like we've talked about in the past, they're not. This is more sensitive for this, but the test can also come back normal in a fake cat. Yeah, And then um, EKG and echocardiogram just to assess heart function and look for clots as well.
0: So the the problem is treatment's not great Um, because unfortunately the the full function may not like recover. Um, I've only seen like one actually do well after a a thrombus. Mm -hmm. And I think it was a partial thrombus. I don't think it was a full one. The problem is these cats are very painful. The owners are extremely distressed by what's going on. Um, the cat's distressed obviously. Um, and, and this is, this is not cheap. (laughs) Like,
1: no, this you're, is a couple of days in the hospital at least.
0: Yeah, you're looking like at a couple of days. With or
1: without like progress.
0: Right. And um, you know, it's it's intense therapy. Like it's not it's not something that's super quick to fix, unfortunately.
1: Mm-mm. Um, no, so it's, it's largely just pain control and nursing care over a couple of weeks. Doesn't always have to be like the full couple of weeks in the hospital, but um, that's definitely client communication there. Yeah. There are medications,
0: usually a first couple of days at least, because they're yeah. all the, the issues.
1: Yeah, because the first couple of days, there are medications that are available to help break down clots, but you can also just give it time and allow the body to try to break down its clot on its own. And then there is surgical removal of clots in the aorta, um, which is scary. I went to a lecture on this at ACBM uh, in Phoenix and it's this cool device that like it sounds sketchy and it seems like just from there from the lecture itself like the prognosis wasn't really much better or worse because like you got to think too like
0: the underlying disease process is still there
1: exactly the underlying disease process (sighs) is still there and because you have to like thread a catheter through into the aorta like you could still be causing damage to the endothelium just causing more clotting yeah and Ooh. so I don't know that whole thing sketched me out that at the end of that lecture I was like oh my god I'm never <laughs> I'm never assisting with one of these
0: yeah I mean they do it they do it in people all the time I know um, but, but like, people are bigger <laughs> people have much bigger blood vessels <laughs>
1: versus a cat like yeah oh my gosh Oh, it, freaks, it makes me anxious, just even like remotely remembering that lecture. And that was just a lecture like, all right. So even though heart failure could, could not be present at the time of treating it, it's likely that in the future it, it's going to be present. And so appropriate medications, mm-hmm. um, are going to likely be needed, but that that's to be determined by a veterinary col- uh, cardiologist, and then blood thinners to help prevent future saddle thrombi, um, like an anticoagulant such as aspirin can be used as well, just to, again, prevent future ones. So even though, even some of these cats, like without heart failure, sometimes the cats might not survive just the, the circulatory situation. If you guys didn't get that just from all of our squidginess about these cases. <laughs> <You're> uh, <laughs> Yeah. Um, but there are some parameters that can help determine at the start, just based on like body temperature. Uh, we all vital signs obtain yeah, vital signs. Saying, when you- the the <laughs>
0: worse the vital signs, the worse your baseline for these patients. Yeah, the worse the, the worse the prognosis. <laughs> like, I mean, that's that, I feel like that's most of our patients, but for
1: sure. And that's just to prepare yeah. us as technicians to know that like what you're what you're dealing with. It's not our job to yeah. have that conversation with the client, obviously. Um, this is to prepare ourselves for what we're dealing with in the nursing care and the, the possible outcome. So if your body temperature comes in at, you know, 94.7 compared to the next cat that comes in at 98.2, the 94 cat is, has a poorer prognosis, um, heart rate. If they have bradycardia or tachycardia, even, uh, blood potassium levels, blood pH levels, if they're very acidotic, it's just a poor indicator.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. And full well, function and of I their think, legs might not ever return too. by the way.
0: Yeah. And and I think too, like, it's good for us to be on the same page as our doctors. Cause I know that doctors will talk to clients and they don't really get it or they don't hear it. And then they're talking with us about like, how's Fluffy doing today? And you're like, well,
1: <laughs> you know, yeah, not great.
0: Let's, re- let's reiterate what the doctor said, you know, and, um, So I think us understanding that too is, is big. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. That always sucks because it's like, you want to be optimistic for the clients too, but like you also kind of want to be honest and be like, yeah, well, not much has changed. Um, let me get the doctor on the phone for you here. Yeah.
0: I mean, honestly, most of these patients that I see come in, honestly, most of them are, end up being euthanasias
1: yeah 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 for just sure because the cost is so high the outcome's so poor
0: mm-hmm. like
1: yeah and and yeah. like i said the the outcome of cats being treated for fate they do fail to regain a lot of them fail to regain hind limb function so then you the, you lose some of your quality of life here with these mm-hmm. cats too yeah um They can recover their ability to walk after several weeks, but a lot of times that takes like, you know, physical therapy. I mean, some clients are going to be all for this and and it's a lot of work, but, um, and it should be offered to these clients. It should be, clients should be informed that they have the option to do physical therapy, um, and let them know that they could walk. They might not walk because they might have permanent damage just because of necrosis, um, Mm. and just degeneration of those. That, that part of the nervous system and things like that uh i was gonna
0: say nerves and nerves don't like damage <laughs> what? They, get very, they get very angry when they're when they're damaged
1: <laughs> nerves are about as sensitive as the pancreas
0: it's like yeah, seriously oh my god so true
1: um cats with one limb affected tend to do better um obviously i feel like that's obvious sometimes yeah. i say things and i'm like i didn't need to say that <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, and and I think you know it depends on how severe it is, depends on the severity of whatever the underlying disease is, right? Like if the heart, if the heart just looks like it's end stage heart disease, you know that's very different than, you know structurally it looks pretty good or you know, you know so I think yeah, and and I and. And we talk about like most of these come in through like as an emergency situation, whether that's a general practice or an emergency clinic, it's the tip of the week, but it's really important that if the clients are in on this, that they see a veterinary cardiologist, Mm -hmm. because a veterinary cardiologist is going to be the one that helps with management of whatever that underlying um, heart disease is. Um, So they definitely, you know, if you don't have one there, They should be recommended um, and referred to a cardiologist, not just like a radiologist who does, um, you know, echoes, but like an actual cardiologist because a cardiologist is going to see things differently and, and come up with a treatment plan differently than someone who just, you know, isn't specialized in the heart. So, you know. I'm going to yeah. say that's my tip of the week is see a veterinary car- cardiologist. <laughs>
1: boop, boop. <laughs> so yeah, good old cardiology. That leads us into the question of the week. Cause I'm sure only cardiologists have attempted this. <laughs> oh my God. Right.
0: And now for the question of the week.
1: Uh, have you ever seen the procedure where they remove a thrombus from the aorta? Uh, if you have, if you have pictures or videos, please send them
0: oh my god that'd be awesome
1: right put it on the facebook page um internal medicine for vet techs podcast uh you can email us at podcast at internal for um or you can email me or yvonne at either jordan or yvonne at internal <laughs> jordan's like
0: please let me know please let me know
1: i'm really interested but like i have a feeling if someone actually sends a video of it i'm just it's just gonna i'm ball of anxiety like while I watch it I'm just going to subject myself to all the anxiety and then I'm going to probably have a panic attack but I want to see it
0: (laughs) well and I and I please don't misunderstand my
1: my message (laughs) (laughs) well and not
0: only that but um because most of us are going to say no (laughs) um the the secondary question is um have you seen a fate patient do well afterwards um because I think that's also a Lower, yes. I feel like we probably a majority of us have seen a saddle thrombus at some point in our careers. Mm -hmm. It's just you know, hopefully, you've seen some with good outcomes,
1: not just bad outcomes. Yeah, fingers crossed. Other than that, I think that really, I feel like that was kind of a depressing episode. Sorry, guys. (laughs) the joys of internal medicine is where we have these poor prognosis cases that really suck. Um, yeah. Well, and I think
0: too, like, I'm going to say like, along with the tip of the week, um, see a veterinary cardiologist when there's issues, but also, you know, make sure that we're screening our patients appropriately as they get older.
1: Um, Mm -hmm. and so
0: it's okay to recommend a cardiologist for baseline, like, they don't have to be sick to see a cardiologist. It's better if they're not sick. Right. Um, Catch or things quote early. Quote unquote sick, right? You, there's like no murmur, but it's okay to send them to a cardiologist. If the clients are worried about it, it's okay to send them without obvious signs because you never know what they might find. And mm-hmm. an ounce of prevention <laughs> is worth a pound of cure.
1: Well, that, and I know from an internal medicine standpoint, having a normal baseline, because we don't get that very often, having a normal baseline is such a game changer. Yes. Yeah. That's so, it's very true. It's very that's true. A, that's such a good tip of the week, Yvonne.
0: <laughs> it's the secondary tip of the week. <laughs> yes. All of our cardiology friends are like, yes, thank you. Yeah, Although it's d- hard because they're booked out so freaking far.
1: They are. <laughs> it's like three months and like,
0: yeah. But I mean, honestly, like if you're scheduling it for routine stuff, three months, isn't a big deal then.
1: No, right? no, no, definitely not. Like it's just versus like, like the world. thing
0: that's trying to die.
1: <laughs> yeah. And we probably
0: talk to them and see if they can see them before the three months, but
1: Cornell, <laughs> I want to come and see your cardiology department. <laughs> Stephanie.
0: somebody. I know. I think she starts tomorrow.
1: Yeah. I think I saw that on Facebook too. I'm super excited. So shout out to Stephanie for making it to the Cornell cardiology department. Oh, um, so exciting. Get me in there to shadow. <laughs> so you'll have
0: to let us know how, how your first week went, Stephanie. Cause
1: oh, I'm sure well, this will be like
0: day two, but I'm sure she's not going to listen to it on day two when this goes live.
1: Probably so. not. Oh, I have another, sorry, this is very random. Um, okay. I wanted to shout out all of our listeners though, too, because we've reached almost We've reached 81,000 downloads. Holy crap. Before our two year anniversary. That's insane. Thanks, guys. <laughs> right? Wow. So, thank you, everybody, for listening. And we really, really appreciate it. I still can't believe it. And please stop fangirling over us because I love talking <laughs> to everybody.
0: Uh, we're
1: not that cool. <laughs> no, we're definitely not. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. It cracks me up. I love it. Be- I mean, I get it because I totally do the exact same thing. Yeah. Like when I met <laughs> Vet Tech Kelsey and I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. And she's probably like,
0: hi. Yeah. Yeah.
1: When I met Liz, I was like, oh my God, keep it. Play it cool. Play it cool. <laughs> I know. Right. So <sighs> good times. Anyway, I think that wraps up this week's episode. Um, good luck to everybody out there. Have a great week. I really hope That because we talked about it that nobody sees this case Uh,
0: (laughs) and really quick sorry this is a really random shout out because we are internal medicine so it sounds really strange but we did just talk about um ivex and congratulations to everyone who sat for their freaking boards this week oh yeah whether you passed or not congratulations you did it (laughs) we hope that every single one of you passes but either way we know how stressful boards are Take a breather. Um enjoy the fact that you took your freaking boards and you're a rock star. Yeah, yeah. So, before I forget. That's very important. That is very important. So, all right. Cool. I think that's it for this week, right?
1: Yep. All
0: right. Well, we'll have... next
1: week with one more blood disorder and
0: it may or may not be recorded live and in person. Yeah. Instead of across the country. <laughs>
1: i mean it should be recorded in person
0: right if not we're in trouble
1: so (laughs) fingers crossed anyway cool we will talk to you guys all next week thanks so much for learning thanks so much for listening and i mean maybe they did yeah (laughs) hopefully and we'll talk to you guys soon bye
0: bye guys